Hello and welcome to another edition of Thoughts from Player One, the podcast where we take an in-depth look at a story or narrative-focused games and then give our thoughts about them. As always, I'm Alex. I'm Duncan. And this week we played Subsurface Circular. Um, this is a game that is currently $6 or so on Steam. I don't know if that's the sale price. I don't think nope, that's, that's the sale the price. price. That's the real price. It's that's the sale. real price. Uh, Maybe developed, d- developed by Mike Biffle is how I'm going to choose to pronounce that. And I'm going to say that it's Biffle Games and not Bit Hell Games, but I don't know for sure. Um, released August 17th, 2017. It is on the Switch, iOS, and Windows. Um, and it is kind of a text-based adventure, but it is not text-based. Yeah, it just think... takes that exact same format. Um, it yeah. is, you know, It takes place in a space, like a 3D space. You just don't move around. You interact with everything via text. Very um, cinematic angles um that you're just kind of looking at the background of while these text options come to you in like a chat window um as you're playing through the game so Mm -hmm. you know these angles are changing as you're having these different discussions so um yeah like alex said there's nothing very um gameplay heavy about this other than just the choices you're making um so so that's what you can expect coming in here yeah, so it falls right into our wheelhouse. Just the least gameplay possible, and oh, we're yeah. all over that shit. Yeah, for so, sure. This game, um, just to kind of set the stage a little bit, is a hmm? sci-fi game. <laughs> Whoa, hold on. <laughs> That's a bad start. I was going to go for sci-fi, and then I was stuck on robot, but I knew that was wrong. But also true, it's a robot game. Um, so it's a sci-fi game, kind of takes place in, the entire game takes place inside this train tunnel um, called the Subsurface Circular, and you play as um, a tech kind of uh, interviewing other techs. And the, the setting What's of this tech? world... A tech is a robot. Which I, they don't define it super, super well. It's, but it's the, like an um, advanced AI. Yeah, in a robot body that looks like a, you know, I mean, it looks like a cool robot that could fuck you up. I don't really know how to describe the way a robot looks. I mean, it's a robot, but they have like these like nice faceless plates. So yeah. like, they're very, um, they're very human in shape, but they have um, very like. Actually, there's some of these robots shape-wise that kind of remind me of some of the Futurama robots. You know what I uh, mean? I could see that a little bit. They look, yeah. Where very... they kind of have, like, shapes for heads, but they're very, like, still kind of um, human-esque. But... Yeah. Armor-type bodies with a human shape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and they perform kind of a bunch of different functions in this society for the humans, of which you, you never interact with any because you're on a, you know, robot railway so you wouldn't interact with humans um but that's kind of the the setting for this world is future you know 20 30 40 50 years in the future did they give a date anywhere in this game okay an indeterminate amount of time in the future when there are a shitload of robots doing a shitload of jobs that humans used to do Mm -hmm. so you're playing a detective tech and uh, you get to choose your name but Mine was Claire, so we're just going to use Claire. Fuck you, Alex. You don't get a say in this. <laughs> I mean, that's fine. You just chose one of the names. That's fine. It's yeah. not what I named my robot, but it's cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you're um, this detective tech whose job is essentially to be on this uh, uh, this this rail and kind of just, like, keep an eye out for anything strange, I guess. But, like, yeah, I this is really your... I don't really know what your job is normally. Yeah, normally I think your job is to just kind of, like, check for you were like placed here i guess um but this is this is kind of just like 
where you are at all times. So um, this yellow tech uh, comes on to uh, from one of the stops, and he is a fabrication tech. So he, you know, from your intelligence, you kind of can gather that he works um, fabricating other techs or, you know, other um, pieces of machinery like that. So he expresses concern for a friend that he lost and he wants you to help him or, you know, them find their missing friend. But Claire is kind of unable to help them with this because they can't take assignments that aren't assigned to them by management. So Mm -hmm. to take this, it would kind of have to go against their job role. But um, we get kind of revealed that these different techs have different access to different states of beings, emotions, um, senses. So he's like, hey, I feel compassion for you. So I feel like I can still look on this at the side and, you know, kind of figure this out for you. So yeah, and, and you you sort of have that ability as this higher intelligence tech, right? There's they allude yes. to the fact that there are like three different levels of te- I think three three different yeah. levels yeah, of yeah, like mid, intelligence. Low and high. Uh-huh. Yeah, and as a high level tech, you have access to more of that sort of like you know emotional intelligence that you wouldn't get in like a mid level tech, which is why he is asking you to look into this because he's just a mid level fabricator bot. He doesn't know what the fuck he's doing basically yeah so he's he's kind of like jealous of your of your high tech or you know high intelligence (laughs) (laughs) he's jealous of those high tech high tech pieces you've got but just your like intelligence he's like i wish i had your intelligence because then maybe i could figure this out myself so then he leaves and we're gonna fast forward a little bit here but i'll tell you kind of generally we meet a lot of different techs with a bunch of different jobs that we might mention kind of once we're done telling mm-hmm. you what the story is about. Um, but you learn a couple different things about this world and also about um, this missing tech that yeah. there is more than one. There are multiple missing techs. So um, first off, before we go any further, I guess, because we didn't at this point say anything spoiler territory from oh, yeah. here on forward um just because that was all basically set up you get that in the first like 20 minutes of the game this game's only about two hours so if you are interested in playing it definitely pick it up and play it and don't listen past this point because if everything you hear after this will completely ruin the story for you definitely definitely thank you for yeah no problem internet you know how spoiler sensitive i am i just want to watch out for my you know my, my pals to feel the same you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh so we learn of a uh red tech so this red tech is called upon as like a prophet or a hero, but you don't really get too much other information about them. Um, you learn that like humans are kind of like, they feel sometimes like inferior to techs or they feel like they're taking their jobs because <laughs> so many, I heard, that. I, can't. I heard that chuckle. I know it's the damn techs are taking my job. And there's really no way to paint that idea without thinking about that huh complete like it sucks because that's like so embedded in my head to hear the phrase they're taking my job and just make fun of people for the way they do it because it's an idea that's so embedded (laughs) in like you know typically racist ideals but man it like it actually makes a lot of sense when you're talking about high tech like what are you going to do with automation and things like that exactly but that phrase just i was trying not to laugh damn (laughs) i was i was just as i was coming up to it i'm like don't say Turk de Durbs. Don't say that, dude. Don't <laughs> say anything else. Yeah. 
<laughs> so um, you, along with the, you know, the um, jealousy for that, there's just like, you know, kind of like random acts of aggression and curiosity, but nothing too significant that would like kind of tell you that a human was doing this. A couple of the texts make points to be like, why, you know, we're tools for them. Why would you just like start breaking extremely expensive tools? Like, yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Um, so you also learn that there's an increase in, um, in tech, uh, production. So they're making more techs. Eventually you decide to like, you're like, I gotta tell management about this, which before we move on, can we agree that this was a really weird, dumb decision? Yeah, I kept looking for the option that was like, uh, actually, no, I'm not going to tell management that the case that I wasn't supposed to take and I broke protocol, like, I, I don't want to upload the info I have about that case. Yeah. But you don't really have that option. I under... I, I can see this being okay in, like, two ways, right? Is it makes sense for kind of their protocols to start overriding their decisions and to be like, mm-hmm. management is my number one option, like management is always the thing i end up going back to after i you know i kind of felt this empathy for someone maybe this like you know tell management is an override to this um to that feeling but also like i don't know and you know they might not be programmed with the same kind of like knowledge base of knowing what it is like to be in trouble because Mm -hmm. like a little spoiler alert is like you do get in trouble for this but yeah. like, he he or she says like, "Am I in trouble? Is this is this what's happening?" And it's like, "Yeah, yeah, you're in a lot of fucking trouble." Like, yeah, so. there was a weird disconnect between um, having the player character have the intelligence level to recognize that he is doing something outside of his role, but not or you know the the text role, but not having the um like intelligence level to recognize that there could be repercussions for your actions for doing that. Yeah, like. And I, I mean, I, there are a thousand different ways I'm sure you could explain this programmatically, but it didn't, like, it, it felt a little odd, right? It felt a little jarring. It was like, this doesn't fit in with what I thought this tech intelligence level was supposed to be. Right. So once management receives the information, um, they say, hey, um, get on the next stop to reprogramming and just go there. And we're going to well, reprogram you. Well, they don't send you. you to reprogramming yet. They just they send people to get information from you, and those people will determine whether or not you need to be reprogrammed. Oh, okay. All right. My bad. So mm-hmm. um, on the next stop, you kind of run into two other detective techs. So one is the main detective, and the other is the support detective. So the support detective keeps the main detective's emotions in check. So they're supposed Fucking to be stoic. Great. Yeah, it's just awesome. So they're supposed to be, like, very stoic and, like, you know, fine. They're not supposed to be too happy, too upset, too, like, emotional, too inquisitive. They're just supposed to be observational and stoic. So um, you kind of play around with the support tech, and you manipulate them to feel different things. And um, so you get them angry, and then that makes the main detective angry. And you kind of go back and forth between these different emotions in a puzzle to find out some additional information and then convince them that, hey, this case is solved. Like, this was a rounding error, 
and those texts aren't actually missing. They're all accounted for because of the rounding error. And they go, well, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And then they leave you. And you're free of that, like, evaluation. So that's not 100. So I, I think this scene can play out in a couple of different ways. Okay. Because when I did it, like, they definitely they came on and it's like, hey, we're going to talk to you. And they sit down and they talk to you. And, you know, I talked to them and did the playing around to the point where I convinced the, the primary detective tech that, like, oh, like, what do I, you know, what if this is a rounding error? And he says, like, oh, that's probably right. Yeah, actually, I'm sure that's correct. And then you go, like, oh, well, I think there might be more to it still. And then oh, you know, yeah. he says no. Um, and then it's like, also, because of some of the choices I chose, he's like, also, we have all the information you sent to us. I know that in this conversation you were lying to me. So we are going to reprogram you right now and make you not a detective anymore. And then it like oh right no 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 I just forgot about that I fucked that okay that was a huge important part of it yeah yeah sorry sorry I forgot about well so yeah I I guess I should say it feels like it should be a huge important part of it I have some gripes with that later on yeah so um this big kind of like wipe of your systems happens and like you kind of so throughout this game it's important to note that like you get these conversation topic options to say like to bring up like what about the red tech what about this those Mm -hmm. just start to like wipe away from you as he kind of like deletes that from you because that's no longer necessary information so you lose all of those conversation topics and you kind of quote unquote like forget these things so moving on unless (laughs) i missed anything (laughs) Um, Uh, no that one that one's good you got that (laughs) all right all right there's a lot of moving parts in this in this so give us a kit cat break here uh, give us a Kit Kat break. Here. Yeah, just give me a Kit Kat break. Break really me want. off a piece of that subsurface circular story summary. <laughs> I really want a Kit Kat right now. So, dude, fucking don't even talk about it. It's all I'll think about for the rest of the podcast. <laughs> I could fuck with a Kit Kat though. Damn, damn, <laughs> I could fuck with the Kit Kat. All right. So, um, next you get two different people here on this monorail. Mm-hmm. You get a. Uh, priest that you end up kind of imitating in an infantry robot so you're imitating the priest because this infantry robot wants to confess for their sins which is a very interesting robot function i fucking i i do want to point out this conversation in particular yeah because there's a really good option where he says like i'm an infantry robot i've been doing this and that and like i want to confess because i feel guilty and i really love the line where you have the option to ask, like, it's kind of weird that they programmed an infantryman with, like, the ability to feel guilt, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. And his response is something to the effect of, like, well, I'd be a pretty bad infantryman if I couldn't feel guilt. And that's such a fucking choice response. And yeah. that, like, that kind of gets at the parts that I liked about this game really, really, like, a lot. With yeah. responses like that where they, like, deep, deep kind of, um, or dip their toe into some like interesting sci-fi bits while also reflecting like core tenets of humanity and like why certain emotions are very important to like their roles um and the other thing i do want to mention quickly here because uh, i just don't know when we'll get to mention it and it becomes very important in the story is the um you know the first tech you meet is a fabricator robot which is what you would expect and the other one we've mentioned you know the other two we've mentioned right. by job are like um soldier and priest but these aren't like these aren't like laborers that you're meeting there's a researcher there's a calculator there's an athlete a librarian there's like a nanny a psychologist like they are 
largely like very high skill and very intricate jobs that these techs are doing. Yeah. Yeah. So um, before that too, it's important to mention that like you run into another fabricator robot and he has like an insanely low intelligence and you're like, that's odd. The other fabricator robot you ran into in the beginning is like what seemed like mid mid high intelligence. Like that's, that's kind of bizarre. Um, yeah. But anyways, so going back to this infantry robot, he confesses his um, confesses what's going on, and he uh, admits to being involved in the fabrication of like thousands of military techs. And he's mm-hmm. like, they are just outside the city, and he kind of feels worried that this is going to be bad. Whatever is going to happen, um, yeah, he doesn't know what's going to happen, right? Uh, I, I don't think he really has the capacity for understanding, but he says that he knows it'll be bloody. Yeah, so so he's really worried about that. So, um, they both get off, and then, ba-ba-da-da, the fucking tech from the beginning, he's back, inside, with you, and he's holding a gun. And he sits down with you, he's not, like, violent against you, and... He explains that essentially you have been this, you know, kind of like he's he's been kind of manipulating you to have you watch all of these different kind of like walks of life and think about this so you can help him make a decision. Mm -hmm. He's put a lot of pieces in front of you so you can see this with your high intelligence as compared to his mid intelligence because he doesn't feel like, you know, with this this mid-low level of intelligence, he can make this kind of decision. So what he reveals to you is that, yes, there are thousands of techs outside of the, uh, outside of the city. Um, the, and he also does say that his friend, like, missing was real. Although, like, that's not really what <laughs> he was yeah, really but... having you do. Which felt kind of weird, but... Anyways. Yeah. Uh, I liked it. But yeah. yeah, it was like, hey, this isn't actually what you're investigating, but that that did that did happen though. Yeah. <laughs> so um so these these techs are waiting outside the city, and they what essentially this revolution that he's proposing is going to do is take away the human part of leaders. Like they're going to overthrow management, become management. And let the humans do, like, the more laborious work. And they'll lead because, you know, he believes that, you know, it's better for the, you know, it's perceivably better for the humans. And, like, they are just better leaders, according to him. You know, that's that's kind of his... um, Yeah. So, the the thing that's important here, like, the distinction is that... um, you know, the, between whether or not this um, revolution goes through is like, so management, which is the AI, they're not in charge of the world at large. They're right. just in charge of the techs in the city. Um, and the solution or like the idea behind this revolution is we will put the like actual, like m- most intelligent techs we have, like the highest level of AI will be in charge of the city and the rest of the techs and like all the ones that you met today those will there won't be a job for them anymore because humans will take all of the more like most of the jobs back 
but they will give up like the leadership ability they have over the city. So that's why, you know, you're you meeting all of these techs is you know important because it's like, hey, these are still high level jobs, but also like these humans will have these again if we go through this revolution because these are jobs that humans like, and yeah. we are just going to take away their ability to rule themselves because humans like this subsect of humans think that techs would be better rulers. Definitely. Um, so he, you know, he hands you this gun and he says, listen, when you get up to the surface, your, you know, communication link. Oh, it's also really important to note here that (laughs) while you're in the subsurface circular, you don't have like a 4G connection with management. (laughs) Yeah, that was a little weird. (laughs) You don't have that down in down here which is interesting um so the second you walk to the surface um you get that connection again and you're going to communicate to management that this um you know this large militia is happening and they can bomb it properly and get rid of them uh maintaining you know, the status quo yeah maintaining this this normal like humans in charge of you know the um the text with you know that that intelligence and um or, or you can shoot yourself. You never communicate with, uh, with the, with management, and then the revolution goes, and you're done, and you get that choice. Yeah, which so, is interesting. Um, yeah. Either way, you know, I think the ending plays out exactly yeah. the same. It's just you shoot one of them, they slump over credits. Yep. Um, so you don't like see ramifications to your actions or anything like that. But I think they still do. They still do manage to pose at least an interesting question at the end there. Definitely. Um, so, so we'll get this one. This one right out of the way. What, what did you pick? I chose to shoot myself. Hey. And I too. don't know how I feel about that option. Right. Yeah. Why don't you? You. I think you're. I think you're a little bit more grasped in kind of like making this an interesting discussion so why don't you why don't you kind of like give me a little bit of your 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 thoughts on it first yeah all right um so they they kind of pose this question it it sort of jumps out at you at the very end so although it's hinted at throughout the entire game you know you're kind of picking up bits and pieces of it with like oh the humans are really discontented right now but like oh these techs are like they all have a lot of personality even though it's like pre-programmed but they are also to some degree expendable right they can change be reprogrammed to be whatever they want um you know they're just built slightly differently you meet like an older tech that's kind of got like a an elder sort of vibe you meet like i said some researcher techs some psychologist techs things like that um and so they like give you those bits and pieces throughout the game for you to kind of toy around with that idea i do think this decision came up a little bit quickly and i didn't really feel like i was well versed enough in this world to make that decision i felt like there were a lot of things that i was kind of missing i didn't fully understand the structure of the city right a lot of it is is guesswork based on what they gave you which i think is fine but i do think the core premise of the decision is really interesting which is kind of um did is it better at least on the level because i think they do kind of want you to think like okay what makes a better society is it better for um like these texts that you've met like do you see them as people is it better for them to be fulfilling these jobs that they're very good at but still having humans in charge at the end of the day so that like all of the decisions are still coming down from humans or is it better to give up that control and let 
um, humans do the thing that they like while inherently being you know kind of ruled right they're not they wouldn't they would give up a lot of inherent freedom in not having a leadership role or somebody representing their leadership but they could do the things that they enjoy doing again which they are currently discontented because they can't do and i think that's I mean, that's a really interesting question, right? It touches on a lot of deeper topics. It touches on an idea of, like, what is more important between, you know, freedom of choice and freedom to be able to pursue what you want to do, um, which I think in, in this particular instance are two very different things, right? Like, if you yeah. don't have the option to do these jobs because nobody wants you to do these jobs because robots do them better, you don't have the option to do them. But by getting that option back in this particular scenario, you are inherently giving up the freedom to kind of determine the the path your own society is going to take which is kind of heavy which is a little bit of my problem with this decision i don't know if if you felt that way too just like i don't know enough about the world to make this decision yeah i definitely felt that in a lot of ways and like i think what how i tried to think about it is do my best to think about how um my character would perceive this and like the kind of things i know about this character um about their decision making and i mean like you're making the conversation decisions but your character is still making like the way they talk and their ai decision pretty clearly um and i think there's kind of this like what i really like about this choice is i think there's like a really cool logic like I don't want to say, like, error, but it feels kind of like jumping to a conclusion that you wouldn't really think of, where it's like, humans are complaining about, you know, like, this or that, or they want their jobs back. I know how we can give them their jobs back. What if we did it this way? And, like, it's such a very, like, robotic in nature way to think of that as being like, we'll give you those jobs back, but, like we'll just take the place of you up here so you can go down there. And, like, it seems so... I don't know. It just seems really interesting that they made that, that like, logical jump. And especially, like, it seems like they're... Kind of their concern is still for, like, the humans. Like, you think of this, like, revolutionary of these AIs. And, like, uh, if you've seen any, like, sci-fi movies with AIs in it, usually it's, like... I want to be free from the humans. Like, it's very, like, um, that's, like, I feel like is the usual revolutionary feeling. But this is, like, we have this new way of appeasing them, but we know they'll never get it. So we kind of have to do it by force. And like, But isn't, I correct me if I'm wrong, but isn't the revolution still hemmed, like, at the front by a, like, subgroup of humans? Um... I thought it was still led by them because they they reference something about being no. able to do this because they're getting orders from humans, which oh, is like I see. fits into the but like um, uh, Asimov's laws and all that. Yeah, I guess so. And it's kind of like finding a loophole in yeah, that it, in that system. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. The, like you said, it feels like you're missing so much information. Where I feel like God, it would be like so interesting to know like what's going on behind those behind those lines because I can see like an AI manip especially one with high intelligence, like manipulating a human so fucking easily. You know what I mean? Like yeah. being able to make them think like, let us be in this power role and you can have the things you aspire to be back. Like, mm-hmm. you know, and it's, it's kind of wild. I don't know how yeah. you feel about that interpretation of it, but I, no, I, I think that's, yeah. that's totally good. I think you, 
you hit on a lot of the interesting points there and it is kind of a weird um turn of what you would typically expect and i think that's part of what makes this game work is because it it plays on your expectations in kind of a clever way so let me let me spin you a scenario here from my from my wheel (laughs) (laughs) your scenario wheel i like it i like this new fucking prices right game show the scenario no 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 no, no. it's like it's like have you ever seen those those wheels where you're like you press it with your foot and it's like for weaving or something like that it's dude i want to make fun of you so badly for not understanding like the basic premise of like old timey sewing or weaving or whatever but i'm sitting here like the fuck how do i not know that shit how am i missing this golden opportunity to jump on this gap in knowledge and i think that's been lost to time immemorial nobody knows what those things are called yeah no one but that's what i'm doing that's how i'm weaving my scenarios here ah Um, gotcha (laughs) let's 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 like make this grander scale for the text like they will do like whatever humans don't want to do right so like Mm -hmm. They'll fucking lead. They'll, like, do the sewer stuff. They'll, like, do (laughs) everything. They'll do the garbage stuff. And it just lets humans, like, do whatever the fuck they want. Like, if you want to be an artist, stay at home and be an artist. Like, if you want to be... If you want to be that garbage boy, you can be the garbage boy, but you don't have to be. Like, would you live in a world like that? Would you you accept that reality change? Like, what... What kind of, like... What kind of world do you think that would be like? Uh, you can just like veg too. Like if you just wanted to just like stay at home and do fucking nothing, if that was your life aspiration, like you could just do that. So here's the thing, Duncan. Yeah. Here's the thing about everything that you just said. You preceded it by saying, we, we dipped our toe in some heavy shit. Let's talk about the light <laughs> stuff now. <laughs> what if you were in a society where jobs were no longer necessary, but you still had the option to like... I we just didn't thought dip it our might toe be. in the okay, light shit. You're right. You're right. I didn't. But but I think <laughs> this is fun. This is a fun one. You're right. Um I, here's my mm, here's the thing. Mm-hmm. I can romanticize it and think it's cool and be like, shit, yeah, I can get a robot to do my cooking so I eat well, and I can get a robot to just like fucking sit over there and teach me for an hour a day so I get like smarter. Um I could do all that shit. <laughs> Yeah, and like make it robots sound. In your house, yeah, dog. I got a fucking. It's a robot house, man. What do you want from me? Like, yeah. I could, I could imagine and romanticize that cool ass world. The problem is, I'm terrified of that because I think that's the future we're headed towards. Yeah, and I don't like. I, there are a ton of issues um, inherent in that, outside of the biggest one for me, which is just grappling with what is the purpose of your life when society is largely automated to not need human labor anymore? Yeah. Dude. Because I don't know what the fuck the answer to that question is. I mean, I feel like it's just to, like, live your life and be peaceful, man. It's just to, like... But then again, like, what does your life become? But, like, then you just jump to the next conclusion that, is my life just fucking work? Is that just what my life is? Yeah, but, it, yeah, first off, yeah, for most people. But ah, here's the thing. Eh. That's okay in certain contexts, right? Like, it, in, you know, obviously you, you have a family. You have aspirations, goals, dreams, and, like, you, you know, be artistic or do whatever. But, like, you're making a contribution. And that's kind of where I think most people, you know, most people don't land at doing something groundbreakingly huge that will change the world. Some people do. That's great for them. And, you know, whatever. But, like, if you're 
just you work at an accounting firm and you work there for 80 years and then you die like you still contributed right you still added your um like for those eight hours a day 40 hours a week for however long you were still adding to the society you were still helping the machine run you were helping people get to where they needed to be no, well, okay, some people might, but like uh, what I'm saying is you can but you, you are still you, you Alex, have something. No, you, I'm not saying I want to be a fucking accountant. That's not that's no, not what this like, is. No, but like do you just like <laughs> I'm about to get full hippie on you here, but do you just want to be like another cog in the machine though? Like is that your like clean alternative out of here? Like would you just rather be that than like be whatever you want to be but have this kind of like awkward feeling that I <laughs> like how I'm describing this as awkward. <laughs> that awkward feeling when techs rule the world. <laughs> um, <laughs> MRW, techs take my job. <laughs> no, techs don't take your job. They just will do whatever. If you want, if you want to be any okay, job but that that's not that's do. that's not the that doesn't exist. That's not how the world works, though. It's not it techs didn't take my job. I can just choose whether or not to do it because yeah. no company is going to hire a garbage man who is not. A fucking robot like you're gonna hire the robot because the robot no, will do it quicker and like stronger and won't need breaks but there are no companies they're run by techs are you in this in this future where the techs are ais yeah okay yeah i mean okay yeah i mean the 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 tech law is essentially <laughs> in this scenario is that like let's no. guys this is gonna be a very <laughs> whoa dude episode if you haven't picked up on that at this point um not really we're, we're just, we, we suck at this <laughs> <laughs> well, I, yeah, whoa, dude, meaning, like, you know, yeah. fucking take a hit of the blunt. Somebody says, you ever think about how many stars there are? And you go, whoa, dude. Like, it's not actually. What's the deep, edge of the universe? What's across the edge of the universe? I think oh, about that fuck. shit all the time. It's just more text, man. It's just more text all the way dude. down. <laughs> all right. Um, I want yeah, a final so answer, though. You want a final answer of, of what's the question? God I've damn it, Alex. <laughs> Are you just asking if I would be okay with that? Would you do it? Like, if you could just, like, press a button and now that's the reality you live in, would you do it? No. Okay. No, because as much as I want that reality where I can just pursue my goals and my dreams, I think my goals and dreams are too closely tied with the societal idea of contributing to something larger than myself. Okay. And I think that if I just pursued those full time all the time and didn't have like structure and didn't have something driving me to like need to be a part of something or produce something that other people can enjoy. Because that's the thing, right? Like if I if I want to make this podcast full time because I get satisfaction out of it, that's great. But in the world where humans don't have to do anything, there's half a million other humans that decided yesterday that they're just going to make a podcast full time. And now I don't feel like I'm contributing anything anymore. Hmm. And I it's think that is I would lose a lot of my aspiration because I would just be like, well, fuck, I guess I'll just go for a walk in the park today for the hundredth day in a row because, yeah. fuck, so, it's not like I'm going to contribute anything by so trying to make art, you know? You're kind of saying like there's like a there's like a balance technique that makes your passions like so much more important that you yeah. have to like balance and not everyone can balance those things. So like you doing that balancing act kind of like makes it special. To, to an way. extent, but also not that not everybody can do it, but just, like, there are, like, there would be a glut of people trying to do it. Right. Like, if nobody had to work tomorrow and everybody decided to do what they've always wanted to do, like, so many God, of us have that. It's that the world? exact same thing, right? Like, huh. so many people want to do something cool, and, like, the thing that makes it stand out when people do those things uh, is the fact that, A, there's not, like, 
too much of it. There's not too many people doing it because it's difficult. And like B, you can rep, like appreciate the sacrifice and the struggle and the 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 um, like sheer artistic or um, like in, intellect or the the amount of skill that it takes mm-hmm. to do a certain thing. But I feel like so much of that would be lost if you just everybody now had the option to do it free of everything and everybody now tried to do it. You know? Yeah. Dude, life is short. I'd press that button. If I can <laughs> live in Smart House, play Call of Tech 5, you know they're making the video games. <laughs> Call uh, of Tech 5. <laughs> Anyways, I'll live in Smart House. Life is short. Whatever, dude. I, I mean, look, it would be cool. It would be cool, but I think after a little while, I think I would hate it. I yeah. just maybe don't think... like grappling with the idea that I have no okay. idea what gives my life meaning let's, at this point in my life. Let's 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 scoot back a little bit. Okay. okay, back into no. Let's, we just accidentally dipped our whole leg into the river. Oh yeah. no! Oh, just pull Let's it out. Just pull take it out. A, toe. a toe in there. Just take a toe. toe. You are on Amazon.com. And okay, you're scrolling through. And hey, it's you... Amazon Prime Day today. Oh, you're also to Amazon note Prime Day. Uh-huh. It's Amazon Prime Day. It's Amazon Prime Week. There's some sick deals, and tying in with the whole labor thing we've been talking about, there's a massive strike of Amazon workers. So if you're listening to this, Amazon maybe don't use Amazon today. Tax. Yeah. So they're making they made too many techs and now they're selling them on the market. And you okay. can like discount rates. Discount rates, dog. Fucking 50% off a of new tech. Uh and you get one free from your Prime membership. And uh it, 50% it comes to off, you. but here's a free one. Here's a free one. Wow, and, they overproduced bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um you can basically select from any job you want. Like it could be anything. It could be, you know, like your chef, your psychologist, your personal trainer. It could be anything. What do you set it to? And this is in the world that we in live in In this world right now, yeah. Okay, we got to clarify these things. Yes, so, right now. What would you do? I've answered the last two questions first. I want okay. your hot take. Okay, okay. I would make just like, oh, God, I really just want to say like personal assistant, but I feel like that's illegal. You know what I mean? I want to just be like, uh, can you go Yeah, do it can't this? just be like they do everything for you. That's yeah, that's nothing. I, uh, hmm. I think I would just – I don't want to expose my job here, but I would just pick that job. No, but then I wouldn't get paid. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, uh, you see the problem with the question right I above think, this one? I think Duncan. I would just do maid. I feel like that's just like a really easy like – and not like a bang maid, you perverts. Just like a regular no, maid. It's no like, one but you was thinking that, but okay. <laughs> I know there are people out there. Yeah, yeah. probably. You're right. Um, You're right. So just like they they clean your house for just you? Just a cleaner. Just a cleaner. It's my least favorite thing to do. And they just like curl up into a ball. They're like a Roomba, but actually good. Mm, That's okay. what I would pick. What would you pick? That's okay. I feel like um, I don't want it to have any more power than like cleaning. You know what I mean? Like I feel like the they shouldn't have much more than that in my life. That's fair. Um, really coming from the, the person okay. who just said they would live in smart house. <laughs> I want them to rule the world, but I don't <laughs> think they should be better than a Roomba. <laughs> yeah. Real cognitive dissonance. Um, I feel like I would probably choose chef personally. Yeah. Um, my main thing with that is like, I don't, I hardly ever cook, but when I do, I do enjoy it. So I don't want to like lose the ability well, to cook, optional. but. Yeah, yeah that's like the you... thing, right? Like, no, but like, I'm never, I'm never, I'm never gonna cook. Like, I'm not yeah. gonna cook if I have a chef. That's the thing. Like, I just won't do it because that's who I uh, am. Okay. I I'll see. just be like, I should make, nah, this robot will make it for me, and yeah. he'll do it better. Um, 
I think that's probably what I would choose because I tend to not eat particularly well, and I think that that would be good for me. Alex. It's true, because um, if I don't cook, I don't eat well. That's just how the do, world works. I do like the image, though, of when you said earlier, like, I would want to do it, but, like, you know, he would be there. I do like the image of you, like, you know, beta 9-9, I just – I really just want to cook this chicken breast. And it's like, no, I cook the chicken breast <laughs> in this house. And he, like, throws you against the fucking wall <laughs> while you're trying to, like, get in there and get the olive oil on the pan, get that chicken breast in. Nope, nope, he's got it. Uh, see, he needs two switches because he needs one where it's like, hey, you oh. know, I don't need to cook today. I just, I'm just going to pick up Wendy's on my way home from work. And then it, like, hits a button that disables my car in the middle of the highway. And it's like, nope, sorry, sorry. Until you reverse that decision, I've frozen all of your bank accounts. Um, but I've then it needs another Wendy's mode. from all of your bank accounts. <laughs> but then I flip the switch, and it goes from, like, sorry, you can't eat Wendy's to, like, haha, I feel like cooking today. So I flipped the switch, and now we've got, like, a fun cooking channel buddy cooking show oh, thing where it's like he's your robo chef. and the no you're the sous chef for sure yeah he's yeah, like yeah, and he's yeah. always like picking on you being like ever slice <laughs> onions loser wow he's a dick <laughs> yeah be like you would you like some chicken with your pepper uh, uh, uh. <laughs> nice sick ribs yeah. sick ribs yeah it would be and that would be fun and then we'd get a lot of freeze frames and oh man that'd be good it would be that or it would be personal tutor so that i could just have like oh i'm just gonna like i feel like you'd hour. have to pick a subject i feel like you can't just be like eh, a tutor and he can like teach you everything it's not like yo Linda. that's how com. it was in greece my man like was ancient it? greece not greece oh. the musical ancient greece <laughs> <laughs> as soon as i said that i was like there's no way he's not thinking the musical right now i get it. um <laughs> But yeah, that's how it was in like ancient Greece. You're just like, ah, let's get one of them philosophers. They're gonna teach my kid, and then they didn't go to school. They just like learned through that, huh. and then they taught him all the subjects because they were smart huh. as fuck. Also, it's a robot, so like it's just accessing Wikipedia. It's fine. Yeah, I do to kind of like guide us back into the game here because we've we've like we've <laughs> we're so far off swam, track, man. We fall swam in uh, territory, uh, uh, the territory of like just like. Oh, fuck. I can't think of that word right now. No, you started off poorly with full swam in territory. That wasn't full, a great we beginning. Like, that was the problem. <laughs> we've, just, we've just taken a full dip inside of the scenario zone, and we need to come mm. back to analysis <laughs> land. Um, okay, I like it. So let's, like let's, it. let's swim back. Here's the towel. Oh, thank you. Thank um, you. Was, and oh, join me ooh. in analysis land. Hold uh, on. Let me reapply sunscreen now that I, I swam. Oh, oh all good right. Idea. Good. good idea. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> Welcome back. Can I offer you a lemonade? <laughs> Dumb fucking podcast. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. What, what, what an what an analytic. Oh, I remember what I was gonna say. Um, Let's get into it. Let's. So so you these. said like you know it would just be a search engine. One of my favorite texts is a librarian who you're like you talk to them and they just say like yeah I'm just like uh access have access to all this information that that humans access so you're like so you're just a fucking search engine like that's all you are and she's like mm, yeah pretty much but i'm only mm-hmm. used by the rich and wealthy and it seems weird <laughs> that the rich and wealthy are the only ones who are allowed to use google bots right i mean it seems weird but i'm not surprised <laughs> why like i just that, I, or, that does seems... google no longer exist is the only way to Excuse me, to get information through this, like, librarian? 
Well, no, I assume that like Google still exists and that's what the commoners use, right? But the like ultra uber wealthy, they have like these, you know, they go to these fancy expensive librarian bots, right? Like there's this is not a like perfect world, I right? Feel this like is that still isn't very that fast, much though. like classist though. Hmm. Interesting. I mean, also, it's a fancy librarian bot, so you don't have to like Google something and then say like, "Oh, let me find the right combination of words to get the information you need." Yeah. Yeah, I have that problem with a very specific subset of the internet. Um, anyways, uh, so, I, all right, I got a question for you. Yeah, all right. So, speaking of these bots, like, there's a bunch of different ones, uh, mm-hmm. varying from, like, athlete to uh, fabricator. How do you feel, like, these uh, texts, like, do they paint an accurate picture of, like, a possible future or, like, does it feel like these AIs could ever truly be good at these jobs of uh, the varying kinds that they have throughout this game? Like, do these seem likely to be, like, future bots? Yeah, I think um, yes and no. I think some of them definitely yeah. do, right? Like, I think the athlete that's just trying to sell power cells, like, yeah, I could see that. God, but I, I think taking one. taking the... Um, the human aspect out of athletics would probably make it maybe less interesting to watch, though I'm It'd not sure It'd be like sure BattleBots. It would be, and I don't like BattleBots that much. What? So well, it's... that's shitty BattleBots, but this, like, can you imagine, like, good an extreme tech soccer? Like, man, like, they'd just change the rules. Like, you wouldn't have to worry about, like, you know, like, guys rolling on the field hurting their knees. Like, they'd just be, it'd be wild, dude. I it mean, certainly maybe. wouldn't be like zero zero eighty percent of the time when you're watching it. Um, <laughs> I mean, okay, would. Duncan. Actually, okay, it probably if you, would. Let me think about. Let me let me pose this. If you think that just watching a bunch of AIs like compete at a sport against each other would be really interesting, when's the last time and for how long did you just put like four level nine AIs together in <laughs> Smash and just watch them fight? Because that's exactly what this is. That's different, though. That's much different. That's it's much basically different. the exact same it's, thing. Uh, Battle Boss would be like physical. Like there'd be so much. There'd be so much more to it. Like there'd be like I don't know. I think there would be more to it. But I do I get think, I do get what you're saying. And it, yeah, I, I think the human element it. of it and watching people push themselves to and past what you consider to be the human limit is part yeah. of what makes sports so. There'd just be a bunch of fucking neckbeards out there repairing the bots all the time. <laughs> oh God! All right. Yeah. Um, Sorry. So in that in that instance, well, I think it's 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 possible that you could get text that could be better at it than humans, right? Um, yeah. What, what I you, think I when think, it yeah go ahead. Sorry. I was just gonna say I think the the part where it gets to be really difficult is things like psychologists and yeah. things like child care. Like one of the the texts is specifically a nanny, and that's not to say that like a robot couldn't feasibly do what a nanny does in terms of making sure your child doesn't die. The psychology but I think though, that, like but not, no 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 no. I'm sticking with the nanny thing. Um, no, I mean like the psychology of. Being oh, brought up I, by a robot. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. That is what would fuck. Like, there's a lot of research showing, you know, the ways that humans attach to other humans and, like, the benefits of especially, like, physical human on human contact early on in life. Um, and I think that if you suddenly are like, oh, a robot will do it, th- there's going to be a lot of negative consequences to that. And the same thing with psychologists where, like, the empathy I just don't think would be there and I don't think that human connection would exist or at least it would be greatly diminished and i could be wrong about that because we don't live in the far future but that one i kind of argue with a little bit i think you don't think i think it would be an amazing first step like it's like 
talk to this tech first. And I mean, a lot of I okay, I'm no fucking psychology expert here. That's a little <laughs> quick, quick thing for everyone who might feel like this is any amount of real. Uh, but I feel like a lot of psychology, at least on like the entry level, is just reverberating to make the other person ask questions to themselves. So being like, how does that make you feel and stuff like that? And uh, kind of like having themselves dig deeper into things instead of you digging deeper into things. And I think that's kind of like more or less the most successful way to do things. And like, obviously there are very, very advanced ways to get people to realize things about themselves. But I think that could be boiled down to a science on a very like entry level, like to figure out if someone has like anxiety or like, a you know, depression, things like that. But like, I, I think when it comes to something that's more like deeper or like, takes a little bit more work i think they would fall flat on that because i just think there's an element like a very random element to um our minds that like you just can't predict you know Mm -hmm. so disregarding everything that i think was wrong about that because i do think that we've probably completely there's like one psychologist who listens is like these fucking idiots absolutely not even a little bit which is almost certainly what it is um and recognizing that there's a difference between like psychologists therapists psychiatrists like things like that um putting all that to the side do you think putting yourself in a situation where you are somebody who is dealing with emotional and mental issues to the point where you are you know seeking help for them do you think you would feel comfortable uh speaking with a robot about those issues like i don't know that i would feel like i would be as likely to open up about those issues recognizing that i am talking to a robot but then i also don't know that it wouldn't be the exact opposite way around to be honest i think a lot of the times i think why like there are so many google searches for things like i'm very sad like what do i do like Mm -hmm. i think there's a certain like area of i don't want to talk to a human because i'm very embarrassed about this issue i think talking to an ai could actually like kind of like get you comfortable about talking about these issues to move on to you know a real psychologist or something like that or you know a therapist whatever um so yes i understand where you're coming from there but i guess my concern after that like if you if you are somebody who is more comfortable talking to a robot than you are talking to a human like whatever but is is there and i guess i don't know this and you probably don't either because i wonder if this is like actually something that you would have to study to find out but i wonder how much of you like being able to work through and overcome these issues has to do with like actual human affirmation that somebody still accepts you after hearing those issues that you tend to think would reject you. Like, I don't think I would get affirmation of, of self and that I'm still worth something, you know, in, in, in some of these instances sure. from a robot, the same way you would from a human, right? Because you just be like, Oh, well at the end of the day, it is a psych bot. Like it has to be okay with me. Right. I I can definitely see that. However, I um I've been to a psychologist before, and let me kind of like give you like a very brief summary of this exchange. Um, I stated my issue. It was like mainly depression related, and it took about mm, five ten minutes. And he's like, "I want you to go get these pills." Bye. And like, it was very much just like this very quick exchange of like your issue oh 
yeah, that makes sense. You're hitting all the checkboxes here. Medication. That didn't work for me, but it seemed like that was his, like, fucking routine. And I feel like if people are just looking for that, like, that could work. Do I agree with that practice? Nah, not at all. No, but I, like, think that, yeah, I think you just went to a bad psychologist, my man. Yeah, but, like, I, I just, I don't know. It's interesting to, like, think about. Because at that moment, I really did feel like I was talking to a robot. Like, I really did feel like I was talking to an AI that was just taking in what I might have been feeling. And then just, like, filling out a form of, like, this checks out, this checks out. You have depression. <laughs> dispensing pills and like i feel like that's kind of like the the world that i that i was in for that brief amount of time not to get like too um to get too real or anything like that but i feel like that's just kind of like how it went down and yeah no i mean i I don't think that's good but i think it's feasible yeah and i want to reiterate i do think you just went to a bad psychologist i probably don't that's i have heard that type of story from like two probably like two to four people in my life where it's like oh yeah i went there and like my problem wasn't really listened to and a solution was given quickly and zero percent of the time have people said oh yeah that worked um so i do think that's just a bad psychologist yeah Um, probably but but but, i understand what you're saying they're like yeah in theory and especially if in like the kind of format that you laid out in like a tiered system where it's like oh you do this and then like after you know a brief you know, kind of like when you go to the doctor's office and, you know, somebody comes in first and just, like, takes down a bunch of information and then hands it to the doctor when they walk in and then they, you know, reiterate yeah. it and give you a diagnosis. Yeah, something like that. I'm just Duncan, surprised. do you see that? Look down for me, Duncan. Do you see that? That's that's the bottom. That's the bottom of the deep end. How did oh. we end up back in the pool over oh, here? God. We were not, we were on the oh, beach God. Oh, God, I'm drowning. There. I'm drowning. Oh, uh, uh. <gasps> Ooh, I'm back. Okay, I'm going to kind of swim back and, oh, oh, I've tipped back in. I've tipped back in. Alex, Alex. Why are there not more robots to do the dirtier jobs? Why isn't there like a Mike robot? You know what I mean? <laughs> he does the dirty jobs so we don't have to. Why are they taking all these good jobs? I don't understand I why there's so many texts with good jobs. I wish so I would have so much. I wish I would have seen a tech <laughs> walk <Mike> robot. A... <laughs> I wish I would have <laughs> I wish I would have seen Mike robot. And he's just like covered in feces, and he just sits across from you, and he's like, "Tough day at the fucking at the plumbing factory, like <laughs> at just the feces factory, like really hard day." And like I, I don't know, I just kind of feel like there should be more of those than there were. So, like these were very I, like I can actually answer that question for real though. Um, oh, in the context I, I of the why. game, I know. Yeah, why. which is that like they wouldn't be taking that monorail. No. Oh. That's not it, because they would. Um, in the context of the game, when you're talking to Red, um, he specifically says that he has engineered this whole ride so that you are interacting with these people so that you can see that, like, hey, these aren't just manual labor texts. These are texts that are doing, like, high-level work. These are texts that are, know. like, taking these these roles from humans so that when you go to make the decision about whether or not you want to let the revolution happen, you think about the fact that, like, these texts that you met that aren't just, like machines programmed with no intelligence are going to be killed and as such also made obsolete if you choose this revolution so that you get the full scope of the um a decision i guess at the end you get the full scope of what it would mean for this revolution huh 
Okay. I you, had an answer for that one. You're right. We did land well, back on the beach. Yeah, yeah, you 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 <laughs> let your hand out and you're like, I will not let you go back into that beat, into that that fucking murky water, and then I reached for your hand and you pulled me back up. And <sighs> you're now fucking we're back welcome. on land. <laughs> All right, so let's talk a little bit about we we've spent a while there and you know, we can probably spend quite a bit longer in the water and we might still. Um but let's Let's get into the game a little bit, like the game yeah. game, the part of it that's a game. Um, yeah. Do you understand what I'm getting at? <laughs> the game. Yeah, let's um, get into the game. So first oh. off, oh. Oh, I was, <laughs> was going to do a gag where I'm like, oh, my feet are a little wet. They're just a little wet, but let's uh, keep me keep me grounded. Well, pro- you can't you can't stop after oh, because then I think like, oh, I haven't been recording for the last hour and I lose my mind. <laughs> Anyway, um, so the game, like I had mentioned at the top, is basically just a text-based um, adventure, for lack of a... Not even like a text-based adventure, because that kind of implies more interaction. It's like a conversation simulator. Um, but the fact that it's in this 3D space, the fact that you are interacting with these texts and like these, you know, it has these um, like heavily stylized dialogue options... Um, did that? Do you feel like you were able to get more invested in the game world because of that setting, or do you think that it would have been equally as effective if it were just a text thing, like just a no. text interface? No, fuck yeah. yeah! I loved these. I loved these. This world, like, God, what I would give to like step out of that monorail and like see what these people's like minds could make on a larger scale. Um, like, I know that's that's not a thing that happens in the game for a very good reason but like yeah it it's it's gorgeous like i love it and there are so many i feel like there are so many text-based adventures or like visual novels where it's just like a picture of someone and they're talking and i think this game would not have had the same impact um on me if it wasn't for a lot of the aesthetics in it um because excuse me it just put me in a more realistic world to kind of like set me in um and their like cinematic angles kind of like set a lot of tones for me and a lot of feelings even though like they were very very simple they used a lot of things efficiently and like just this kind of like more so speaking to less the um the graphics themselves like being in this 3d environment and more like the actual setting itself but like just chit-chatting on a monorail like just like having a conversation with somebody while you're both kind of like, I mean, you're not really waiting to go to a destination, but like they are. And like this kind of really realistic and um, good reason for having all these like separate conversations at different times, like the setting and aesthetics of it just make it feel good. And I really liked it. Yeah. I think I'm kind of torn. Uh, normally I ask that question because my answer is yes, and I just want to hear you talk about it because I think it wouldn't be as interesting for me to just say yes. Yeah. But I do like I, – I, I was thinking about it while you were talking, and I was like, yeah, yeah, I agree with that. But then I thought about if this game were – like imagine if this game were just on a you know a white screen or you know an off-white screen or something, and then just like in the middle whenever like a new robot come, you just got like a pencil sketch of what that robot looked like just chilling across from you on a train. Like I think that would give me a lot of the same impact. Um, mm. I do think that the kind of – the thing that you would have lost is the mechanical motions that really kind of sold me on it. And I do think this game has a very cool style, and I do like that. Um, and I, I do want to um, kind of give credit where credit's due in that I think they 
define like they have a defined style but then they justify it in game um and like explaining kind of why these robots are the way they are right like they didn't have to explain why robots don't have faces because it would be it's no one would question it they'd just be like yeah the robots don't have faces because they're robots but they like you can talk about like oh well why don't you have a face and they can talk like the response you get from one of the texts and i don't remember what basically talks about yeah he he talks talks about about the the uncanny Uncanny valley Valley. Yeah. yeah and how like oh you know they tested that out but because like it was just really uncomfortable for humans, so they made us look like this, so we're a lot better. And, like, some of the techs talk about, like, oh, well, you could probably end up being this tech because you're kind of built for it. Like, that's the frame that you're on is kind of like this or that. So it, they do a very good job of justifying it, and I did appreciate it. But the, there's, like, an opening cutscene to this game, basically, that's incredibly stylish. And that really sold me on the style. And then I think the rest of the game didn't deliver on it as much as I wanted is kind of the only, the only point mm. I had there. I think I think for what they had, they did a really good job with it. Yeah. I, I do think they could have excelled it just a bit, but I I disagree with you mostly that I think they did a real good job. And, like, they could have – the only thing I think they could have done is while you're having these conversations, they could have changed the angles a couple more times. But I think overall they still did a banging job with that. Um, the – good God, I wanted to say – the other thing you said about, like, if you just kind of like saw a sketch of them and saw the text, I don't think you would feel the same way. I think you'd feel differently about it. Um, but I can't tell you what you think. I just, I just feel like that's a probability. Um, I don't know for sure. I just, I can imagine that game and it is not immediately off putting to me, Hmm. but interesting. I don't know. Um, the other like only gameplay element that I just kind of wanted to get oh, your yeah. opinion on was the um there's like two or three puzzles in the game essentially. Um so, they're conversation puzzles. I don't know how you felt about those. Okay. So the puzzle of like the moods was really fun. It was simple and easy. Like I didn't want to be challenged by puzzles in this game. That was not like my desire kind of coming in here and i think those were like that one was a perfect amount and just kind of like the general like now that he said this i can say this to the other person weren't like spectacular but i'm glad that that just like it's just a nice little like pepper of puzzle to like bring me to like a small satisfaction or like checking the monorail map which was a little they could have done it a little bit better. I don't know why there wasn't, like, a dot that said, you are here. I really don't know why that, that wasn't a I, I mean... It, it just whatever. said, next station this, and then you had to figure it out, which I didn't, like, see that, so it was a little frustrating, but I'm nitpicking. Um, so the big thing that I felt very frustrated by is that there's a pre-spot, and this pre-spot mm-hmm. is like, hey, I'll let you um, give me your confessions because I'm a very good priest and i would never i would never like withhold you spilling your guts about your sins but let's do this quick word puzzle first let me do a quick (laughs) logic puzzle on you to make sure that you can confess your sins because i should never i should never have a function in me that makes me give you a puzzle before you can tell me how you're feeling (sighs) So I was a little peeved by that. <laughs> like, and also, it's just a stupid puzzle. I hate these. I hate these. It's it's one of these puzzles that's like, okay, 
this one robot is yellow and he's the tallest there's another blue bar robot who's the farmer but they're the shortest and they hate the green one and like it just goes on for too fucking long and it's like which one is the middlest like it's just i hate those i hate them so much and right when i read it i didn't even try i googled it and i said nope not doing this and i just fucking filled out the blanks all right how'd you feel about that one <laughs> Well, here's the thing. I like, ooh, I'm a sucker for logic puzzles like that. So I fucking, I've got like a notebook pad over there that's got a bunch of like all the different things written out with like arrows drawn to like, well, this means that this person is that one, which is so with those three texts being that, that tech has, and I, so I'm, I'm like a huge sucker for that. So I loved it. Um, is wicked out of place. I'll give you that. It doesn't make any sense there at all, yeah. but I loved it. Um, I would have, I didn't like the previous one, which is like, hey, I'm in love with this other robot, and oh, yeah, she has information stunned. you need, but she's all discombobulated, so have to figure out the code word for her, and, like, literally, no matter what you said, she just says the same sequence of, like, random characters, and you just have to, there are three characters that are capitalized, and you just have to take those each, and then the move them back one letter in the alphabet in order to figure it out, and it's dumb, and it doesn't make sense. Yeah, that one stunk. I forgot about that one entirely. Yeah. The mood one was cool, though. Uh, I, I did fun. enjoy the mood one, and I felt, thought that one made sense, though. Can we talk about how fucking bad that support robot is at his job? Yeah. <laughs> he's like, just... I'm here to make sure he's cool. And you're like, ah, humans are discontent. How does that make you feel? And he's like, it makes me feel angry. Ah! <laughs> yeah. All right, well. He must not get very many challenges. I mean, it is pretty, like, I think it is pretty, like, perceived that these are bad techs, right? Like, yeah, they out, even like things in hours that they couldn't figure out in weeks. And I think Red even mentions that at the like when you're talking to him at the end, yeah. he's like, you see how bad like management is at some of those stuff. As soon as you said that it was a rounding error, those texts closed the case, even though that's not what's going on. Like they're bad at it. Yeah. Um, so, but interesting. I don't know. I, I like the puzzles. I just think that they could have. It's a weird one to put it. it in. I just don't get why that was the thing that you had to do to get the to get the priest words. And also, yeah. the priest words were weird too. So like, the infantry tech won't talk to you unless you know the priest words. And then you talk to the priest, and you're like, "What are the priest words?" He's like, "Listen to the story." You do the the logic puzzle, and then it's, "Where are you from? Uh, what do you want to be? And what's your name?" Right? I think so, It's yeah. some kind of combination of those three, and I don't really understand why that's a thing. I kind of liked it, right? Yeah. I don't know a lot about Catholicism, because I'm not Catholic, and that priest was supposed to be Catholic. I see. Um, but I do know there's a lot of, like, ooh, I'm going to eat shit if I use the word ritualism, because it sounds like it's yeah. got negative connotations. No, I'm going to just, I'm just going to, here, here. So uh, next to the island of, like, analytics, there's, like, a <laughs> sinkhole of just wrong shit saying things and i'm just gonna like slide a topic uh, wrong board shit under saying you. things think cool uh, yeah i'm just gonna slide a board under you so you don't so you don't step in there um, hey thanks um do, i'm just gonna google catholic confession and see if there's like step-by-step -step, uh, catholic confession words so while you see... do that while you do that i am curious did you listen to his like initial story about like I, I think that's just the game Thomas Was Alone. Do you know what game that is? Oh, yeah, I skipped that because it is. It's Thomas Was Alone. It okay. is, like, literally the narration to the game Thomas Was Alone, which is a great game and the first game that these, this studio made. Okay, yeah. 
I think that's a little bit too on the nose reference. Like, I think like because I I didn't pick that up because I never played Thomas Was Alone. So like, I just I listened to it for like three of his like probably eighteen sessions of telling the story, and I'm like, yep. is this important? Am I gonna need this? Like, it, I mean, Thomas Was Alone is like I think like a lot of people played that game and it was like, you know, relatively popular in the indie scene. But like for someone who doesn't know what this tech is talking about, that has to be insanely infuriating to be like, what do I need to know about this? Like, what yeah. is this? I think it's kind of cool. I actually wonder if there's connection between those two games because of the way that Thomas was alone ended, but I don't know for sure. And yeah. I'd have to play do it that to game. Weigh in on that. Um, um, so I have looked up Catholicism Catholic. Watch. <laughs> what do you Catholicism got? Catholicism Watch 101. I, I so I I'm not gonna go over the whole thing, but I will say that it is very like you say this and then you say that and then you say that. It is very structured. I see. Um, that one does it, it, but like the actual Catholicism, like confession, you know, begins with I confess to Almighty God and to you, Father, that I have sinned. My last confession was blank, however long ago. Mm-hmm. And then you say either like since then I do not recall committing any mortal sins, or since then I have committed mortal sins. They are blank, and like you go through this list of things, um, but it's all very like related to what you have done. And I think it's really interesting that the um, like Catholic priest bot asks those questions but it's not related to like what you have done it's related to what you are because the idea being like oh well you're a machine so like tell me what you are programmed to be and do and like where you are from and it's very much like follows the same sort of steps but completely takes away the meaning behind all of them it's just like hey we kept the like wrote shell of this but stripped away like the actual idea behind it and i think that's a really interesting um like version of that for robots to go through you know yeah yeah that's so, that's pretty interesting i yeah i think that's cool i i walked right past that sinkhole didn't fall into it at yeah, all yeah, unless the website i was looking at catholic.org was <laughs> wrong <but laughs> I i'm gonna not. really hope catholic.org catholic.org catholic better be right or fucking no your money back man. i'll buy it i'll buy a tech bot um <laughs> so uh, I, oh, geez. How do you, uh, let's, look, I don't know if you want to, if you want to get close to wrapping this up here, because again, I think we, I mean, we can talk for hours more about like the implications of, you let's, know, the, a robotic overthrow, overthrow is the wrong word, like the implications yeah. of, of a, a tech, a future where techs are, you know, they have all the jobs, the implication of what that changes for humanity, mm-hmm. the implication of, you know, if we define ourselves by our work as our society often tends to do then do ai who can do these jobs as good as us deserve the right of personhood like we can have those conversations mm-hmm. but we've already been recording for like an hour and 10 minutes so i don't know if you want to well, have any of those conversations let's, let's or just, if you just want to trail off with something lighthearted, you know let's just get our ankles wet in here and okay. see where the water takes us let's see what kind of waves crash at us Okay. Okay. Give me hit me with something. Like what what do you what give me like a topic? Like what's your give me a wave right. to crash. <laughs> give, give me a give me a wave to crash on. I like it. Yeah. Um so I just kind of want to hmm trying to figure out ways to phrase all of these questions because they are so sure. I, I guess um ambiguous in nature. Listen. Um like like Alex, we can cut this out, but like, like fifth grade vocabulary, okay? 
please. Please, I beg you. I beg you, dude. I, 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 I'm, I'm going to cut this out of fifth grade vocabulary. Please. Fifth grade vocabulary. Um, can you do sixth grade? We could try. <laughs> why don't you, like, why don't you try, and then we'll see how it works out. But just know that we might have to, like, just... Just, just edit out the last twenty five minutes. Yeah, it's it's too ooh ooh ooh. It's okay. too high up there. It's yeah. too high up there. Why don't you? Why don't you just you know? Why don't you give me that fifth to sixth grade? Like, like, like give me like a first quarter, um, sixth grade vocabulary. Like I'm just back in sixth grade. Like I got my summer vacation. I forgot a couple of stuff, but they're slinging new vocab words at me. I've got the vocab book. I'm studying real hard. So like, just like sixth grade beginner vocab would be fine. Okay, sixth grade beginner vocab. I like it. I appreciate it. So, Duncan, do you know Isaac Asimov's Three Laws of Robotics? Ah. Okay. Come on, dude. I was being serious. Isn't, like, it's, uh... I I actually am curious if you know these, because they reference them, like, four times in the game. Yeah, it's, like, don't... Don't fuck... (laughs) Don't don't fuck a shithead. Don't Don't delete your own core program. It's, um... Let's see. No, I'm not Googling it. Uh, it's like don't don't be mean to humans. Don't hurt humans, right? Okay, That's I'm one of gonna gi- I'm gonna give that a robot may not injure a human being or okay. through an action allow a human being to come to harm. I give you that one. Okay, I a robot must not take orders from another human to give another human harm. Mm, Something like no. that. Uh, it's something about sort like, of implicit. Sort of implicit. Okay, the robot okay. must obey orders given by human beings, except where such orders would conflict with the first law. <laughs> See, that's essentially just what I said, but in baby. It's language. not, but that's fine. <laughs> Sixth <laughs> well, grade beginner vocab language. Um, the, the last one I didn't know offhand, so I won't. Okay, can you give me like a hint? Um, self-preservation. Um, I, I, well. self-manage, self-care. You know, yeah, self-care. A robot must take a couple of days of every week to just, like, you know, <laughs> the treat itself. <laughs> a, robot. Uh, a robot must protect its own existence as long as such protection does not conflict with the first or second laws. Okay. That's, um, so, okay. basically, it has to take care of itself, and it has to protect itself, you know? Okay. Um, uh, so, I, I this have this, this last question. This is out just stroking his own fucking... I, did, own. I told you I didn't know all those offhand. <laughs> I was just curious if you did. I had to yeah. look them up. Yeah. Um, right. Also, I think Isaac Asimov's laws are great, but also they wouldn't work, and they don't make sense programmatically. Um, so, I just want to kind of get your take on this, because I talked a little bit about it, and I feel like then we kind of moved on to new topics. So, that this sure. revolution that Red talks about, right? This robot's coming in. Um, it's painted, at least in the game, as very populist, right? The idea of, like, oh, well, we want, like, humans are unhappy because they don't have the jobs that they want. They don't have jobs. So, like, this is a way for, you know, us to change society so that humans can get what they want again. Um, Mm -hmm. But, like, did you feel like that's actually what this revolution was, given the, like, the idea behind it was to put AI in charge? Like, it painted hmm. itself in the way especially with the word revolution tends to yeah. incite a very like oh you know like the american revolution or the french revolution where we threw off like oppressor shackles and like grasp our own freedom and that's what they're talking about trying to do mm-hmm. but so, it's literally the opposite so here's here's my take on this right so like, okay red i when i think about this character i think red is like being as honest as he can with you because like 
I think why would if I mean if if this wasn't what it was, right? Like if this wasn't what the goal was, he wouldn't have done all of this to like set you up to make this decision. So totally. like I think in my mind, I'm trying to like think of this as exactly as he's saying, but I do also understand that like he could be misinterpreting the like goal of this of this revolution. And I didn't mention earlier too that like when I think of revolution, I think of the revolution that you're talking about, and I think that you know it's revolution inherently is just like an overthrow of norms, right? Like through like yeah. more of a like rebel rousing kind of way, like let's gather the troops and make this revolution happen. And I think the subject of the revolution doesn't inherently have to be like that, which I don't think is exactly what you're, you know, trying to ask me. But uh, I think like, I think it's probably like a misinterpretation of what humans actually want. And I don't think it is exactly, exactly like, populist in nature and i think if we like pulled a human into this conversation like most like a, a more like general human i don't think they would because we're both robots i get you yeah 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 mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I i think like I, I don't mean like into our conversation right now <laughs> know, but like a, <laughs> into the conversation of that world like you'd have to be a citizen in that world like we're missing so many fucking pieces to this to yeah. this puzzle but i think if you pulled a human into that actual world i think they would be like uh no, that's actually not what we want. Like, don't let this happen. Um, mm-hmm. But maybe I'm wrong. So it's uh, – it, it, it kind of goes hand-in-hand, too, with what I said earlier is, like, I think it's very possible that this is, like, a manipulation scenario where, like, they're like, yeah, management is, you know, like, someone's – a human's involved in, like, overthrowing this management. And, like, I, I think that, 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 you know, person involved in the overthrow – throwing of management could like be very well like easily have been tricked by like a higher intelligence ai because like let's be real the high intelligence of some ais is probably much higher than some humans like in this world yeah probably yeah so i don't know i it's such a i really 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 like the way that this game phrased that that question like I think it's been done before, right? And I do think the discussion of, like, well, what would make a human happiest has been had before, right? You know, there have famously been people and, you know, philosophers and, you know, even just, like, modern shows and literature and things like that that grapple with the question of, like, oh, well, would you be more happy just, like, living your life and not worrying about these sort of high-level choices and decisions that you would have to do if, you're like, you're in charge? And is that, like, what would make humans happiest? And I think this game is... It does a very, very good job of proposing that question in a way that, like, doesn't lean on you heavily to think one way or the other about it. It just sort of presents it. It's like, hey, this is one, these are the two options, basically. Like, yes, this is what you would get. Like, this is the future you would get. And, like, you wouldn't have to worry about these things anymore, but you also wouldn't have this. And also, a bunch of these texts would die, which is kind of the part where I, led me to say that I don't really know what I want out of this was because I they were trying to kind of slip in the like, oh, these texts would become obsolete, but I didn't spend enough time with them to really like feel a strong attachment to any of them. But I do think the way of just like, hey, this um like this question 
of what makes humans happy. Like, when is a human happiest? What is necessary for a society to function well? It's very well encapsulated in this narrative um, yeah. without feeling heavy-handed one direction or another. Like, it doesn't have necessarily a solution for you, but it poses the questions in a way that feels natural, which is something that is often difficult to do, I think. Right, and I think... I think with so many choice-based games, too, is, like, the decision, there's, like, it always feels like, in a way, there's kind of, like, a right and wrong decision, right? Like, yeah. I mean, like, pedaling back to, um, to, like, Life is Strange, like, it, spoilers right here, don't. Whoa, whoa. Yeah, chapter five, first Life is Strange spoilers. But, like, the whole, like, save Chloe versus, like, destroy your town is, like, there's just a very clear, like, this is the good thing, and this is the bad thing. This is the selfish thing, this is the not selfish thing. Like, I feel like so many, in so many games, there's, like, just, like, uh, especially choice-based games, there are not too many, like, amazing choices where one feels, like, necessarily, like, more right or wrong than the other one. Even in, like, Papers, Please, like, there were some choices in that game, too, that, like, I can think back on and, like, I didn't, they weren't as big of thinkers, even if they weren't, like, right or wrong. They didn't really, like, challenge my, like, thought of, um, of, like, these two different worlds and how they would impact, um, this separate society. Like, it just was, like, a different setting that a lot of games, I think, that have come before in, like, the way that they pose this question is more, like, it's almost like you took, like, a, like, in a very short way, it's almost like you took like some kind of weird like sci-fi class, like like a college course, yeah. and then like at the end they asked you what you thought about it. Like it feels very much like that, but in a very much like shorter like yes or no way. Um, it's like an kind of, interesting two-hour lecture, you know? Yeah, and and it's done in such like a fascinating way. In fact, dude, this game would be so good. Like if so, if if a, if a teacher busted this game out and was like. He, like here this is your homework like play this fucking game and like let's oh, talk yeah, about it for four hours like god that would be such an effective class i don't know what class it would be for but i feel like that would be a good one not hey, just like I took a robotics class it could fit into there yeah um, yeah I, so, I think yeah i think it's cool i think they do a good i think do you do i think you i think of, i think i think i think i think uh one of the things i want to be sure i say is that i I really liked everything we said there. That being said, the game doesn't actually have answers to a lot of those questions. It does just, like, hint at a lot of things until the very end. That's the only part that, like, I don't think would work as an educational tool. It's just like, hey, this is cool stuff, cool stuff, cool stuff. Okay, the last 20 minutes you grapple with concepts. But prior to that, you weren't really doing it too much, you know? Yeah, and I mean, I think that's, like, I think that's what makes it so great because I think, like, if they it's the reason we're talking right now you know what i mean like it's the reason and that happens so much like i think a lot of the games we play sometimes just like lead us to like these really like single tone dens of like did this character work did that work did this work and this is like an actual Mm -hmm. conversation about like hey let's talk about like ai and how it could impact future society and like we may not be the fucking like experts on it but it just like introduces these topics without like educating you too hard on the very specifics because i think if it's any longer and like treaded into that territory of be like let me show you some like examples of like ai on human kind of stuff like it just i just mm-hmm. don't think it would be as great um but yeah yeah 
I think I think you're right. I think the the length was good, and I, I think that we just tend to, we have a tendency to lean towards games that are emotionally impactful, whereas this one was more intellectually impactful. I think. Yeah. Um, and I think this was a good change for us. It reminded me a little bit of Soma, just a, yeah. like a small chunk of Soma, as opposed to a, the nine hour thing we got. You know. I forget. Like I always forget that I enjoy these. Like every time I'm done with them, and then you bring up another sci-fi game, I'm like. <laughs> all right like i i i i forget remind me let this be a timepiece to remind me that i do like these kind of games i just have to i just have to be pushed into them well luckily for you there's another game in the circular genre called <gasps> quarantine circular that these people made no no actually i'm i'm good duncan if i can direct you to two minutes ago in the <laughs> recording <laughs> what no that, i cut that part out dog Oh damn! It. Now there's no record. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. No. I'll, bad I'll evil laugh. That's a bad evil laugh, my man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll play that sometime. Uh, that'd be fun. That'd be great. Um, I think at this point we are yeah. we've completely toweled off. Now we are good. We're just walking away from the beach. Of We're taking the boat off of Podcast Island. Goodbye. Yes. It was fun. <laughs> Uh, well, we can't time. leave Podcast Island just yet because oh. we got to check our tickets at the door, which is where they <laughs> hand you their brochure with all the social media information. <laughs> uh, all right, which tell means... me the tell me the card top to bottom. Oh yeah, just oh oh wow, look podcast. Oh what a nice picture of a family. Oh look at that on the first page of this brochure, you see that you can find Podcast Island's Facebook at Thoughts from Player One. Wow. at Facebook. I at find Facebook. that really com amazing. That's Thoughts what they put on the one. front. You know, like I think that there are like maybe like three or four other features about thoughts from player one island that like they might want to like let us know and like leave input on but no facebook's oh, a good no one. you're right you're right oh i was holding the brochure backwards you oh yeah, that's be, the yeah it's a trifold one. and i had it i had it flipped the wrong uh-huh. way if you look oh i unfolded it all the way and in the center you see that there's an email address for any questions or comments or suggestions um and look the email address is thoughts from player one at gmail.com. Wow. Um, and if you look at the right flap, you'll see that you can follow Thoughts from Player One from Podcast Island at Thoughts from Player w- <laughs> Nope, at, at Thoughts from P1 on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, we tweet when we have a new episodes and sometimes have really fun fan interactions. I once posted a broken link and then someone fixed it. It was amazing. <laughs> oh, man. Our social media manager is so good. If I could have a tech do one job. <laughs> Oh man, is that the truth? Oh fuck. Uh, so yeah, that's um, Facebook, uh, Gmail, and oh, uh, Twitter. You, you missed. You missed. Um, on the back of here, it says if you had a good time at Thoughts from Player One Island, but only if you had a good time. Only if you had a good time, unveil this sticker. If you did not have a good time, close out. Go home. Oh, I had a blast. I'm gonna rip this sticker off. Yep. Yep. Rip. Uh, you rip the, the sticker off and you see, please leave us a review on iTunes. That would be so nice of you. We would love to hear that you, um, you, that you enjoyed this and that we can like, you know, gain a little bit of a following. Cause we think we're pretty good boys at this. That, yep. Mm-hmm. So and I think this episode had like mm, a couple of good questions in there. A couple of good. We had forty-five solid minutes in this episode. Yeah, yeah, that's a good solid couple of minutes. The rest garbage. Throw it out the window. Absolute trash. We're gonna cut it all out. This is gonna be a ten-minute episode, though. You're just gonna get the bits. 
Yep, just the good bits. Um, um, but yeah, I think that's yeah. it. Yeah, I think so. Uh, oh, I'm trying to think if there's going to be any weirdness in the schedule, but I think we have it all planned around. Yeah, Duncan I think and I are both leaving town at different times. But what are we playing? What are we doing next? Do we we'll know? talk about it off air. <sighs> you know, we used to be so prepared, and now, well, it's nothing. Look. Maybe we'll finally get to that fucking near episode we talked okay, about so that much. Okay, uh, that is the tentative plan is to have okay. the near episode go up next. Near Automata, we would be talking about run A, yeah. but it is the tentative plan because I'm there's people are leaving towns. There's you know whew, whew, birthdays and whatnot. It's ooh, it's a whole thing, um, but okay, that's probably that's what'll go up next. Okay, well. so keep your eyes out for that one, yeah. and then we'll um. We'll update you after that. That one yeah. will not have what we're doing next appended to the end of it because we recorded that episode a little while ago. <laughs> yeah. 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 All right. Yep. Well, that's that's it. That's Take it. Take us out of here. Duncan, that's... we've been on this boat for so long. My nope. God. Okay, was... hold on. Hold on. Let me just grab the motor. That's 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 that's